Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, the founder, financial educator, financial coach, and budgeting expert at Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest, girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get started with paying yourself first and learning how to manage your finance like the boss that you are, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies? A free financial wellness checklist at bossofmymoney.com. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Welcome to Boss of My Money podcast, your number one choice for bite-sized lessons on how to take care of your coins and achieve financial success. I am your host, Esther Bangura, financial educator, budgeting expert, and the founder of Boss of My Money. So whether it's improving your money habits, developing a wealthy mindset, becoming debt-free, saving money, or learning how to invest. Girl, say no more because you are in the right place. And if you want to get clear about where you stand financially, why not get your hands on one of my amazing freebies? Stop by at bossofmymoney.com slash minicourse. Now, it's time to put the kettle on, make yourself a cup of tea, and join me in today's episode. Be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Hiya, welcome to Boss of My Money. This is episode number 40. Thank you so much for joining me today. And this is day number eight of my 30 days podcast challenge for the month of September. So if you are a new listener, I'd like to welcome you. And if you are an existing listener, I would like to thank you for joining me again. I really appreciate you being here as always. And so today I'm going to get straight into it. I want to talk about no spend days, or you may know them as um, no spend challenges or as money freeze days. There's different ways that people refer to them depending on where in the world you are based. Um, But for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to call it a no spend challenge. So wouldn't it be good if you could stop reaching for your credit card and save money and perhaps become debt free? Like that is a dream for most people to literally have no more credit cards that they have to pay, no more debts. They can be entirely debt free. Well, it is possible to save money and to be able to attain your financial goals by having a no spend or having a spending freeze. And you can do this in different ways, which I'll get into in a bit. Um, But just simple things like avoiding the coffee shops and limiting your supermarket trips, they can really help you to save money and to create new habits. I have taken part in lots and lots of no spend challenges and they have really, really helped me. My favorite is definitely the January one. I also do no spend weekends and no spend weeks as well. 
And I'll go on to tell you a little bit about what each of them are. So before I get into that, this might be the first time that you've ever heard the terminology no-spend challenge. So you're probably wondering what is a no-spend challenge? Well, a no-spend challenge is really simple and it's fun to do. If you if you want it to be fun, you can definitely make it fun. It means that you're going to go for a period of time without spending money. So it's almost like fasting, except you're not spending instead of not eating. But what it does is it really helps you to be able to home in on some of your bad money habits And it helps you just to be able to curb spending. Like if you impulse spend or if you're constantly in the shops, like buying things all the time, then it really helps for you to nip that in the bud. The reason why no spend challenges are popular is because, like I said, it does help to reduce and eliminate that constant spending on non-essential things. You know, like when you go and, and you buy like another can opener like you already have three that you're not using but yet you've gone out to tiger and you've bought another one and of course you know when it comes to no spend challenges it's not that you're not spending at all because you will have to maintain your bills you'd have to maintain and paying off any debts that you have but what you're doing is you're spending money in a controlled manner right? You're only spending money on necessities and not things that are wants or non-essential. So if you are somebody who really, really has bad spending habits, and like I said, you're constantly in the shops, any opportunity to buy something, even if it's 50p, you know, you are ready to go, then the no spend challenge is really worth it for you. If you're somebody that also wants to understand more about their money habits and where their money is going, the no spend challenge will get you to like realize, oh my goodness. So are you telling me that I literally buy three cups of coffee every single day from the coffee shop? Or are you telling me that I spend money on lunch um, at work four times in a week. It really does give you that sense of awareness, which I think if you only do the no spend challenge for that reason alone, it's a big win because before you even go on to do other things with managing your money, you kind of want to have an idea about your spending habits and what your triggers are. That's so, so, so important because once you understand what your triggers are, then you can put an action plan for yourself in order to overcome those trigger points. So another benefit, you know, to doing a no spend challenge is that it does help you to have more money available to pay off your debts and to save, you know, so more than just not spending, what you're doing is the money that you would have used on things like coffee or buying, um, you know, more food when you already have food at home, more clothes when you already have clothes, instead of spending money on those items, what you're actually doing is you're putting that money aside that you would have naturally spent. And then at the end of the no spend, you will then deposit that as additional payments towards your debt or towards your savings or investment. So it's not like you're just not spending by the end of that period where you're not spending, you're actually going to use that money that you would have spent had you not been on a no spend challenge, 
um, on one of those things, either paying off debt, saving or investing. So if you're somebody who is an impulse spender, then you should definitely do no spend challenges. You should do them as much as possible. And if you're wondering whether or not no spend challenge can cure, you know, spending, I would say that it really all depends on the reason for your spending, right? So it's important to understand um, what's behind the spending because more than just you spending money, there's a trigger point. There's something that's causing you to spend money that way. So although no spend challenges won't cure your spending, but what it will do, it will highlight exactly what's going on in your life and in your finances that's causing you to spend the way you do. And once you're able to identify that, then it means that you are able to then take the necessary steps in overcoming that. So when it comes to deciding on what type of no spend challenge to do, it really is down to you. Um, There are four different types of no spend challenges, which I'll go through now. So the first one is a no spend day, right? So this is basically where you freeze your spending for an entire day. You don't spend any money on anything that is non, that is not essential. So unless it's keeping a roof over your head, food on your table, clothes on your back, then you are not spending money on it. The second is a no spend month. And I'm sure you're aware of this, but it it can take up to 21 days for a habit to form. So the no spend month is really, really good if you're trying to, you know, really get good results with your spending. You want to nip things in the bud. You really want to improve your um, financial habits. Then the no spend month is great. The third is a no spend January. And What I love about the No Spend January is that for me, it really just kicks the start of the year for me. It helps me to get focused. It helps me to kind of reset. And I almost feel like I am taking control again of my finances when I do a No Spend January. Like I'm setting the scene for the year. I'm showing my money that I am in control of it and it is not in control of me. So it's basically where you go through the whole of January where you don't spend any money on anything that is non-essential. Now, I love the January sale, right? So although I do a no-spend challenge, I also take advantage of the January sale and I do that by saving in advance for it. So from November, I'm usually putting money aside in order for me to do my um, January sell shopping. So when you're doing these types of challenges, and I'll go into this a bit later, um, how to actually do the challenge, you definitely want to pick the right time to do them. And if if you have things that you need to spend money on, you just plan in advance for them. So the fourth one is a no spend year. Now, I don't know anybody whose finances is that bad that they have to do a no spend year because I certainly couldn't do a no spend year, but it's becoming very, very popular. More and more people are doing no spend year and I get it, right? I totally get it because 
for people that have a lot of debt that they want to pay off or they want to quickly build up their emergency fund or they want to buy their house within a certain period of time, I get that. And I see why, you know, people with those goals that really want to move the needle would do a no spend year. But I know it's not going to be easy. So if you plan to do a no spend year, then you definitely want to put certain things in place. And I'll go through um, some of the things that you can put in place in order to in order to have a successful no spend challenge. So one of the things you want to do is you want to plan and have a budget in advance. You want to plan your meals in advance and bring snacks with you when you go out so you're not buying food. You want to avoid eating out and possibly invite friends over for dinner. You want to go for walks instead of going to the shopping market. You also want to write down your list of non-negotiable expenses. So what are the things that you are going to spend money on and what are the things that you are not going to spend money on? It's really important that you clearly define that. Otherwise, you go into the challenge with this vague idea of what you can and can't spend money on. And trust me, we can justify expenses when we want to. If we want to buy something, we will give ourselves a hell of a reason to be able to spend that money. So you want to be clear about what your non-negotiables are and the things that, um, you know, you definitely shouldn't be spending money on. You also want to let those around you know that you're on a no-spend challenge. So literally announce it. Tell your partner, tell your siblings, tell your kids, tell your friends, tell the church members, tell everyone, you know, that you are on a no-spend challenge because you would also need their support you don't want people inviting you to go places when you're on a no spend challenge. You don't want them to, you know, put pressure on you to spend money or you don't want them asking you to go shopping with them, especially if you don't have that level of self-control. I know I had to decline a lot of invitations with friends. Oh, let's just go to the mall. Let's just go shopping. We'll go window shopping. I'm not going because I know me. You know, there was a point where I had no self-control and so because I, I I know my money habits, I know my triggers, I stayed away from it. So make sure you're aware of what your trigger points are and stay away from those things. Clear your inbox of any, you know, spending notifications, just kind of mute it. You can actually mute emails from certain um, subscribers for a short period of time. And you also, in terms of food shopping, you want to always check what's in your fridge and cupboards before you go out buying food because food shopping is one of the areas that just never seems to behave itself and we always go over budget on our food budget. So when you're doing a no-spend challenge, you always want to check what you have and make meals with what you have. And finally, you want to be around a supportive community. You want to be around you know, people that are going to chair you, they're going to support you, they understand why you're doing a no-spend challenge, and they're going to respect that, you know, and when you're struggling on those days when you find it tough, you can call them and say, oh my gosh, I'm literally in new look, I need you to tell me to leave right now, or I need you to, I need you to video call me so you can see me walk out of this shop. You want to have friends and family, people that you trust in your corner, because whether you do a one day, one week, one month, one year, 
it's not easy because you're trying to change a habit. And so when we're trying to change a habit, it doesn't always come that easy. It's not something that you do the one time and you've overcome. So what you might want to do is, you know, do the no spend challenges a few times in the year. You can do a few no spend days in the month. You know, try and do it as much as you can because it's only going to help to build that muscle where you say no to things and you're only saying no temporarily. It's not like you're saying no forever, but you're just building that muscle of, you know, spending where you're not constantly, you know, in your purse, tapping your bank card and spending money that you don't need to be spending, money that you could be saving, money that you could be investing, money that you could be paying off your debt with, right? So again, remember that a no-spend challenge will help you to create healthy financial habits and it will help you to speed up your success. That's why I love it. That's why I do it. And um, my next one is going to be in January for sure. Um, I did do one about a month or two ago, just before summer, um, because I had some like extra expenses that were coming up and I really needed to put some money aside. So if you're curious about, you know, doing a no spend challenge, then I would love to offer you my free seven day no spend challenge um, that you can take part. And it comes with daily money affirmations as well. So like I always say, financial success is more about your mindset than it is about the numbers. Um, So I provide you with daily money affirmations to keep you focused, you know, on your goals. And you also get a free worksheet that you can download and track what you're spending money on and what you're not spending money on within the seven days. I'll have the link within the show notes for you to access. Thank you so much for joining me today. I will catch you on tomorrow's episode. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. If you would like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send your questions to esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took the time to also rate and review this podcast on Apple. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how to get started on your financial journey and start mastering your budget. Thank you again for listening to Boss of My Money podcast with Esther. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. And if you'd like me to answer any of your questions, you can include your name or it can be anonymous. Send them to me at esther at bossofmymoney.co.uk. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast. I would really appreciate it if you took the time to also rate and review this podcast as well as share it. Stop by at bossofmymoney.com for more details on how you can get started on your financial success journey. See you again on the next episode.